This is Jean. This is Nicole. And this is a Panay podcast to magically disappoint your parents. Hey, we're back. I know we're back. We're like kind of like the comeback, not kings, queens. I don't know, but we're back again. Here we are. <laughs> um, and can you believe it's our 61st episode, Nicole? Uh, wow, 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 wow. Um, I can't believe it. Yeah, when I was writing it down, I was like, 61? Oh my gosh. We're like ready to retire. We yes. are. Wow. You're eligible for AARP. <laughs> we are. Dang. Um, yeah. So, and in other good news, uh, before I hit the shout outs, 18,000 downloads, everybody. Uh, y'all the real MVPs out here. 18,000. I can't believe that. Yeah, for sure. I was like, do we have that? many friends and <laughs> but really it's like out of the state right out of the state so um thank, thank you. you thank you thank you all right so um some shout outs before we really get this episode rolling would like to thank again jenna and mikey for dropping knowledge um and helping us explore our fandom for tresse which is like like there's many parts to it mm-hmm. um jenna helped us see from the lens of a fan of the show thank you jenna for um you know, suggesting we listen to it in Tagalog, you know, like I obviously didn't know Jenna prior to the show, so I didn't do it. <laughs> um, and, then, <laughs> and then Mikey helped us like see what it was like backstage in production. And so um, today, we won't super dive into it. We're tracing the audience of the comics with our secret super special guest. More on her soon. Um, so we also have one kind of fan mail kind of like suggestion you know Gabe he's like kind of always looking in the fan mail and we like it so he says to check out Kumu K-U-M-U that reminds me of that tutoring place but anyway I digress um and then that also reminds me of the Thai restaurant Komol oh yeah (laughs) people are googling and like they're they're elsewhere so um Kumu K-U-M-U um suggested by Gabe (laughs) um it's the it's a live stream app he loves it um, tell us how you like it. Obviously, this is not a sponsorship, but, you know, we like to share resources, right, Nicole? So, um, Gabe, um, he suggested it because he said that it, like, is helping him um, reacclimate <gasps> into, like, society. Okay. Like that's, and he was, uh, he thought of it during um, the awkward, socially awkward episode. Wow, that is okay. He obviously gave you more context. Oh, we guys are like better friends. Than like I mean, he does live down the street from me. I guess so. it doesn't mean anything. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, check it out, check it out, check it out. And I was like, okay. You want some kale? <laughs> kale for Kumu? Kale for Kumu. That'll be our live stream um, username. Don't steal it. <laughs> and that's all from our shout outs and somewhat announcements from Gabe. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Gabe. Um, so time for a check-in. Um, <laughs> I finally finished The Mandalorian. Wow. Um, it, and wow, I want to like fuck everyone on that show. <laughs> uh, I never watched it. So I'm <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So I, you know, I didn't really watch it. I just found the fan fiction on my Tumblr feed <laughs> and I was like, okay, go cool. But I guess I should watch it. <laughs> but it's, I will say that I like the second season a lot more than the first um Mm -hmm. and wow yeah like I would let old man 
Boba Fett <laughs> get his clone dick wet. I would let okay. him do it. I would let him hit. And um, I'm not going to give like too many spoilers, but like right. um, Fennec, who is portrayed by Ming-Na, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. she could hit it too. Let's okay. get, let's get, um, I'm here for Omando this smut, smut Mandalore. <laughs> it's, um, I mean, the second season's really good. Um, and then, um, I didn't, okay, so Diana Lee Inosanto, daughter mm-hmm. of Dan Inosanto, who we know as like the, I don't know, like the godfather of like American, Phil I am Eskrima. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in it. And then I also Whoa. didn't know that like her granddaddy, Sebastian, um, founded the Filipino Agricultural Agricultural Laborers Association. So there's like different layers of like philam royalty, right. like martial arts, and like agricultural unionizing in there, which is like so rich. Gosh, this makes me think like, uh, you know, she's a celebrity now, off the backs of like, you know how historic her family is. I mean, that name you like know. Yeah. I mean, she definitely is a badass in her own. Um, way of like what uh what a like uh make a name right. yeah genealogy of badassery um i wonder if they're adopting no just kidding <laughs> stop it um i guess like on a somewhat serious note okay. like i definitely okay so my dad was hospitalized um a couple days ago Dang. and he i mean he was there for like he was there overnight um he's he's got heart disease mm-hmm. and I would say like in the early 2000s he he had like he's so he's had a triple bypass surgery mm-hmm. so this like this new thing is not like out of the blue or whatever right but um I so I definitely uh snapped at him and my mom like the day before in conversation and mm-hmm. so like I've been and I talked with my therapist today about like this good of like I, you know, I, for a while there, I thought, oh my God, did I give my dad a heart attack? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I didn't. It's just, um, and there's, I think maybe we can talk about this in right. another episode. I'm going to take more like, notes. <laughs> about like um, using heart disease as like a crutch to not engage in um, like deep discussion or to like push back. Mm -hmm. because it's always like oh um like if I start to tell my dad about himself then it's like don't do it because you're gonna give him a heart attack yes Um, yes 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 the guilt of uh not the guilt but like it's a it's a a defense mechanism ish it's like it's like a gaslighting tactic yeah Yeah. um but anyway like so it's just I just have a lot to reflect on like um because like I've been practicing like new ways of communicating, but like my parents haven't. So like mm. the worst communi- communicative parts of me just like come out. Right. Um, like if there's conflict between us and it's right. like just a lot to. You're doing a lot of the work <laughs> for sure. Um, but at least you recognize um, that it is a lot of work, but I'm glad you're on the track, which is really great, which is really hard. It's yeah, du- it has a duality to it. I put my dirty laundry out there, right? Right. You know what, though? I think that a lot of people can relate to wanting to screw fictional characters and having parental adult problems. I think these are very relatable. You get that intersection of horny on Maine mm-hmm. and like a PTSD parents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Um, I will go with my check-in. Um, so, you know, I, my blood pressure, speaking of heart disease, my blood pressure has been off the chain, um, because I have had a heavily con- consumed the news with what's happening to women, particularly in Afghanistan. And so, um, it just, I, I hate thinking of dystopian novels in real time. And so, yeah, it's just very, it feels very handmaid's tale. Um, and I wish to know more and more about the issue. Um, but yeah, starting each day, um, with that has really like the, the consciousness is important, you know, and for a lot of people who are social justice conscious, like it is important, but at the same time, it's like, how does that um, metastasize in your body? It's like, fuck. Um, so yeah. Uh, and that is, and that is, I will say doing the minimum of care, right. In, in keeping that consciousness. So um, trying to still keep informed is very important. Um but it's still the minimum, I'll be honest. Um, so in another update, shout out to everyone that obtained my zine. Are you Filipino zine? Thank you, Nicole. Um, I am blown away with, uh, and not all of you know this, and I can say it because this, the zine is almost out. Um, it's been out. Uh, it's been out. Well, for sure, I I wrote it one night because I was I just had a comic uh, I was comic blocked and cock um, block, comic block. Um, and, <laughs> and I was really broke and I made that zine one week and I sold like over 80 zines um, across the country. Yeah. And so um, thank you for hitting my DMs and really sharing what it is like to feel invisible in those spaces. So um, anyone else, I think I have like five or 10 more. Um, it's my RU Filipino zine. Maybe I'll make a secret Etsy again, brand it, grad school papers I'm never going to write. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't know. Thanks. Thanks for making me feel seen. So, yeah. Seen zine? Seen zine. That made you feel Jean seen. Seen zines. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be wild. Um, but, yeah, that's on me. And so, Tammy, who will tell you more about. Tammy, tell us about your, your uh, how's life going for you? Well, I got a cold right now, so it sucks. <laughs> wow, you are, um, you're really putting a sacrifice. Do I sound sexy? Tammy's <laughs> 900 number. Is that cool? <laughs> I guess you don't have to do that anymore. Right, if you're all into that. Um, well, yes. maybe folks have to go back to it because of OnlyFans taking oh, out yeah. Oh, that's right. Work. All right, Tammy. That, that kind of sucks, though. <laughs> Because uh, when I found out about that, like they built up their company on the backs of um, sex workers and then they're just going to kick them out like that. Man, where that are there safe spaces sneaky. for yeah, sex workers? Um, any other check in, my friend, before we dive deep into well, another trust safe series? My check in is I'm recently giving my mom a break. Um <laughs> By disappointing my mother-in-law instead. Hey, <laughs> even there's a new level. <laughs> Damn. The, um, do you have? Um, does your spouse have in-law, or um, does your spouse have siblings? He has a brother. Yeah. Okay. Does, um, <laughs> yeah. Like, how's how's their spouse? You, you gotta look. They, they well, gotta be like. He's not, well, I'm Sorry. the only. I'm the only daughter-in-law oh um, yeah high standards Damn, there i am so sorry it's hard but it's you hard. know it's okay it's just mostly because um i let my daughter watch Teresa. Oh. oh you get my parenting stamp cultural knowledge, knowledge. So. 
I, I skip some parts, but like, I'm like, you got to learn. You're two years old. Yeah. <laughs> she, she starts like having visions of S1. I'm like, why, why is this familiar to me? <laughs> She's fine with it, though. Like, I forgot, like the first episode, I forgot about all the Aswang stuff. Mm. Well, we'll talk about it later, but she was fine with it for the okay. most part. She loves the intro music. She loves the outro music. And she dances nice. to it, which was great. So nice. Um, Ugh. I mean, I, I we could do a whole episode on in-laws, but I mean, Nicole has a cool one, but I, I'm, I'm in your boat. Listen, listen, um, bar is low. Like, <laughs> um, okay. So um, thank you for disclosing some family drama. Just kidding. All right. So I, uh, in, in the like intro. <laughs> <laughs> we're already here we're already here um all right nicole take it away tammy, tammy tammy thanks for being here so today's episode is a part is part three of a multi-part series where we've been nerding the fuck out about trece um trece the netflix original based on the filipino comic series written by budget tan and illustrated by Kajo baldissimo all right, so today we meet my Trece dealer, Tammy, who's also been you're, on the show before. Your Trece pusher. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's for, she forces comics on me after a kickboxing class one day that I was teaching, and I thought I'd be way too chicken to read them. And Tammy was like also a former guest of uh, season one. So in case her voice sounds familiar, you'll know why. Um, and she's a longtime listener of BB. So you know, in the back end, uh, you know, her last episode is pretty serious, but what you should know about Tammy is she is a local artist, comic fan, and my entry port into Tresse. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Yes. And especially talking about Tresse. Oh my, I've been waiting <laughs> to geek out about Tresse <laughs> since it came out, <laughs> but because, you know, we got a social distance and stuff. Mm. Ain't that the truth? Wait a minute. Okay, so y'all met at kickboxing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. What was your uh, first um, <laughs> impression upon meeting each other? Well, my first impression of Jean, like when I first met her, when I first saw her, I'm like, why is she so happy? <laughs> She's so happy. <laughs> like, I need some of that energy. <laughs> oh yeah and then you know you know how filipinos are when we see each other i was like looking at her i'm like is she filipino should i ask her i think well that name Jean, that's very filipino <laughs> and then you know <laughs> her brother also taught at the same gym yeah. so and then you know that's how i found out oh okay we're all filipino i get to you know talk about filipino stuff which is cool yeah yeah so yeah back in the day when I was teaching kickboxing I had like the honor and pleasure to be around one of the most badass kickboxing Muay Thai Panais which is Tammy Tammy hits so fucking hard and uh, granted I guess I was like a super easy teacher because I could just like leave Tammy and Tammy would go 100 you know um so yeah so Tammy seems really unassuming but she's got like this like really mean strike so um don't be fooled y'all and uh so to my own fault I should have trusted that her philosophy and like badassery would translate into comics and so you know I'm really scared of blood but 
the comic is black and white so blood is like bearable and it you know even though it's pretty gory so um yeah that's that's our first impression backstory um so you know I think you've told me before but for the sake of the show Tammy what what was your introduction to Tressie well um this was back in 2015 mm. and um well actually the story starts in um no, no, it was 2016, actually. Sorry. Okay. Um, I went to, um, like, every other year, I go visit the Philippines because I still have family there, right? Mm-hmm. So on um, 2016 was my best friend's wedding. And my best friend still lives in the Philippines. I grew up in the Philippines, mm-hmm. in case you didn't know. And for the listeners that didn't know, I grew up in the Philippines. And I was there one year. And um, when... Um, before coming back to the States, I usually go to bookstores and I start looking for, for books. I always bring home like a book of either the culture. My favorite is mythology. Mm-hmm. I have like a book collection of like um, folk tales and legends that some of them I read to my kid now. Wow. Because, you know, you, you want to bring souvenirs. You want to bring Pasalubong back and... Some of these things are like food and stuff. They they go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the books you're carrying, you're bringing entire parts of the culture home mm-hmm. by bringing home books. So anyway, like I told my best friend that that's what I do. Like I like looking for like cool, you know, books, especially, if, you know, stories. And I, I love she knows I love mythology and stuff. So I came back to the States and one day at work, I received like a huge box Wow! from my best friend. And I opened up like this, this thing is heavy. How much did this cost? <laughs> I just opened it up and she has like a ton of books in there, wow. mostly comics, Filipino comics. I'm like, this is cool because I wasn't very familiar with the comic world in the Philippines. Yeah. I was, t- I was thinking, you know, like just storybooks and stuff and just those thick acts that's so badass thick, thick textbooks yeah but she sent me like a bunch of comic books and Trese was one of them like entire collection of Trese was yeah. in there and I was looking through some of them some of them were in Tagalog so I kind of like put them I can read in Tagalog but it's kind of a little hard mm. to you know read fast enough so I picked up Trese because I saw that it was a uh, it was the only one that was like hardbound. This one, mm-hmm. the uh, book. Oh murder. my god, I remember that book. And I picked it up. I opened it, and it was in English. I'm like, "Wow, that's cool." And then I, you know, I looked at the artwork, and it's great. And you know how I'm such a visual person because I'm a. That's my job. Like I'm an mm-hmm. artist. So I just I just started reading it, and I got hooked on it. And so, every ever since then, like. Every time I meet like a Filipino or someone who's half Filipino, I'm like, "Do you like comic books? <laughs> do you like do you like mythology with Aswang and stuff? Like, do you want to read this?" Like, I always lend it out. This is this kind of became like my Bible for um for real because <laughs> you, there's you no... are spreading the good word honestly because <laughs> I didn't have anyone to talk to about it because like I know all the fans at the time well that I knew of were in the Philippines and. 
I can't hang out with anybody and talk <laughs> about Trese. So might as well make my own group <laughs> and just like infect everybody. <laughs> so I got Jean into it so that yeah. I could talk to somebody about it. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe you lent me your hard bound whole collection. Like if I were I mean, in your shoes, I would not. But like I can see why you did it now. And, you know, to be honest, I didn't realize until like recently that the hardbound book of murders book is a uh, limited edition. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm like you're hardcore, man. Yeah, you can't you can't lend that out no more. <laughs> no, no. So now I'm just gonna start lending out the the paperbacks, which is like one I have uh one to six over here. Yeah, yes. Um yeah. Oh, wow, you're like the um you're like a librarian. Yeah, like, like badass <laughs> Filipino. You're like librarian slash uh, missionary <laughs> <laughs> Trust like, knocking on everyone's door like hey yeah. have you heard of the book of murders yeah. <laughs> can I tell you about our savior uh, Alexandra Svese the sixth child the sixth child oh my yeah. god hilarious this is so- gonna turn into a religion it's gonna be funny <laughs> um, we're here so- first yeah we don't have you, to pay taxes um- Oh wow! Well, we'll we'll talk the we'll talk about the um, the nitty gritty later. <laughs> um, so it's, we didn't uh, discuss like so you are an artist by trade. Oh yeah, um, I work um, in the gaming industry, mo- mostly mobile games. I make the artwork for for these online and mobile games. Like I do um, conceptual art, character design background design all the way to uh, UI and like all the, I, I start from conceptual art and I finish it all the way to like final illustrations for them to you know for for the animators and uh, IT and uh, the develop the, the dev department to turn it into a game so I just do like cute little icons and characters and stuff like that i mean overall you're really badass about it that is fucking badass too yeah. oh thanks <laughs> <laughs> uh we gotta um we gotta get a, a trese mobile game going uh, kind of like think, oh my isn't god is there one is it there one, one. kind of like oh, a man. like a pokemon uh like where you catch i'm sure monsters. i'm sure Let's there's one it. in the philippines yeah, <laughs> i'm yeah, sure there's I'm one it's gonna kill our batteries, but it'll, it'll definitely kill my battery. We, know we this. need it. <laughs> so, you've been teaching, you've been preaching the Trece um, gospel for a while, and then um, you find out that Netflix picks it up. Um, mm-hmm. What was your reaction to to Netflix, dude? I was so happy. You have no idea. There. You have no idea. When I saw, well, when I found, when I saw the article where they announced it, that they picked up like a whole bunch of stories from Southeast Asia and one of them was Tresse. I was, I was losing my mind <laughs> because when I got these books, like I, I read the books and I was so obsessed with it. I wanted more, but then, you know, um, this this they they went on hiatus or something mm-hmm. like that and um i know book seven came out in two, 2019 and like um I, I wanted to get it but then you know covid happened so i couldn't go to the philippines but back then like this was two, 2016 
when I got these books and I wanted more, I couldn't find any information. I couldn't find like more books. And I started digging into like the, the you know, the creators, uh, budget Tan and Cajo uh, Baldissimo. And I started, <laughs> I even found like one of their, they have this anthology like that they submitted to, um, to um, like this anthology book in Southeast Asia called Lontar. Mm. And it was like, it's one of the issues and they had, they submitted uh, a short comic and I showed Jean this comic. It's mm-hmm. um, the one with like the, the Aswang yeah. and there is an Aswang hunter thing. It was damn but, good. Yeah. I went and bought the PDF <laughs> because I couldn't, I couldn't buy the, I couldn't buy the, the book because I, I forgot if it was like they weren't shipping to the US or if they didn't have any copies, but I bought the damn, the darn PDF and I read it's so good. That's how obsessed I was, but, uh, like how I, I needed more of these stories by these two, like, like created mm-hmm. by these two guys. I felt like they were my, my kuyas, like the ones where when there's a brownout, they come over with a flashlight and snacks and hey, hey, come over. You want to hear <laughs> scary stories? We're going to start st- telling scary stories. And that's how I feel like just waiting for them to tell me more scary stories because I grew up on the on these stories. Yeah, um, let's let's hang there. So how did you feel um, about Tresse, like the show and the comic in conjunction with um, that mythology? Um how I feel about the show in conjunction with the, the comics and the mythology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know what? I, I like it. It's different from the comics. And there's like, of course, the mythology is also the, this is how I, I see it. Like the comics is, um, it's different from actual mythology because, you know, you have to weave it into a, a good story. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, budget did, like a few changes so did Kajo you know with the character designs and the show did the same because they had to adapt the comic to a show which re- which would reach like all these different cultures mm-hmm. it had to be like um other cultures should like other people who are not Treze fans should be able to understand it so oh, I can't I understand the changes yeah um, but Jay Oliva did a really good job because he he's got like the he's he's a professional. He's got the background. He he's done comic book adaptations before. So I, you know, I I, I feel like it's it it was really done well. I like it. They really hit it out of the park. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying. So I'm understanding, and it makes sense, right? So the, when the comics came out, it was primarily for the Filipino audience. Mm-hmm. And the show is global in that yeah. sense. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. It's also, it feels like, um, you know how that's that game telephone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the original, you have the original story. Someone tells you a story and then you start telling the, the next person tells the story, but there's changes. Mm. It feels like that. It's not really, it's um, as long as the story is being told in the, you know, the meat of it is there. It's uh, as long as it's being told, I'm, I'm good with it. We're right. getting, yeah, our, um, our stories, our culture is being to- um, shown to the world, which is great. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I finally read um, like the first uh, story, the the white lady. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, there was so much more there in the book. Right. In the show. Um, uh, But yeah, it totally works. Like the live, I guess not live action, the animated action (laughs) version. Um, Because I feel like in other um cultures there is like a white lady mm-hmm. yeah like a, I would say like La Llorona is probably yeah in um, Guam there's a white lady too yeah mm-hmm. mm, that's weird white ladies Just kidding. <laughs> um so Tammy you mentioned earlier that um you're on your you're in your on your mother-in-law's bad side because <laughs> your two-year-old watched Trece <laughs> well I'm not really on her bad side to say it she's just she's just disappointed Oh yes, yes. Oh, um, <laughs> well, because because uh, it's gory, and she's always like, and and I like to tell uh, my daughter like stories of the mumu and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like Doing her favor. There's like I have all these um um old folk tales that and legends that I like to read her, and a lot of it, especially these old ones, are very um not child friendly, not Disney fied. <laughs> They're keeping it real in our culture right <laughs> there's there's real consequences to certain actions and um yeah my mother-in-law will be like oh you're gonna give her nightmares I'm like no it's fine man you're setting her up for like a really good life because i'm scared of everything because <laughs> my mom sheltered me <laughs> when you and your two-year-old were watching this it was that the first time you watched it no no i watched it by myself the first time and I just binged the whole thing. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then um, I think it was the third watching where I'd like have her sit down and watch with me. That's and, cool. Yeah. And because <laughs> she knows what the mumu is because I already told her what the mumu is. <laughs> Did she get scared or was she like digging it? What was um, kind Not really. She kind of like doesn't think it's scary. Oh, cool. Okay. And um, because she has, my my husband bought her this book, this children's storybook called um, Mamemi Mumu, where it's a story of this little girl who's also named Sophia. And it's, uh, she's scared of the Mumu. So her Lolo tells her about, um, okay, there's like all these different monsters, like, oh, the Capri might show up and scare you but don't be scared of the copy just give him like some mints because his breath smells like tobacco and like stuff yeah. something like that <laughs> like you it's like sh- telling the kid to show the mumu kindness because it's just grumpy or something like that oh my god this is like monsters inc but yeah Filipino. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's really cute too it's a cute uh it's a bilingual storybook that's for kids. badass yeah Oh, we got to get that for the show notes. Yeah, that's that's hella cute. Okay. Uh, so, like, did you watch it in Tagalog? Oh, I watched it in English first because the original was created in English. And also the comics are in English. So I watched the English version. And then the second time I watched it with my husband, also in English. Mm-hmm. And then the third time with the <laughs> with my toddler, in English, and then the fourth time I watched it in um, Tagalog. The fourth oh, yeah. time, fourth yeah. time. Netflix. Fourth. 
Netflix, y'all need to get in touch with Tammy and send her some, some yeah. merch. The fourth time. You know, I kept watching royalties. it. I'm like, I'm gonna put this in like in the top 10 of the list. Yeah. <laughs> keep watching this thing. Dang, let's <laughs> do part it. Of, you're part of uh Jenna's uh executive producer unofficial role. <laughs> Getting it done. Getting it done. Um, so what was your initial reaction to the pilot episode then, Tammy? Oh, well, initial reaction was like, wait a minute, there's two Mm -hmm. stories in one episode. Mm -hmm. Because in the comic, the first issue or first chapter is just the white lady, the murder on Belete Drive. And so, and then the second story in that first episode, I believe was from the latest book, which I don't have, so... That one was fine, the, the train station one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it felt very rushed because there's two stories in one. Mm-hmm. I wish it was longer. I wish it was an hour long. That way it would have, you know, Ooh, made okay. sense. Netflix, are you listening? <laughs> yeah, like if, if they made each episode an hour long with those with two stories in one, it would be cool. Yeah. I would love to see that. I'm here for that. I'm here for that new suggestion. Do you have a favorite part of the animated series? Like a favorite episode or a a favorite scene? I don't know. Because the whole thing was, because it's so short. Yeah, it's just so short. I can't really pick one. Well, I I love like certain bits and pieces of of the show that show, like if you really look, you see like in the background, certain parts of our culture that are just they're they're so small and you it, they may seem insignificant but it's so part of our culture and I love the, all the representation like when Hank's driving down with his car and he's got the rosary mm. hanging from the rearview mirror and there was a scene also where like Hank is talking to Nuno and then you see um this wall behind him with the broken glass like on top of the of oh, this right. brick wall yeah, yeah that's very filipino and you see like yeah the posters and like certain yeah. of course certain easter eggs like the, the jollibee billboard and stuff <laughs> yeah but, but i just ABC, love everything about CSN. it i don't know <laughs> um you know from an artist standpoint that's those are very important components people always sleep on backgrounds but yeah mm-hmm. that's really what created the reality so that's oh that that caught my attention first the backgrounds well of course it's the first things that you see they just show you like the cityscape Mm -hmm. and they show you background after background while Teresa is telling you the story of like okay this is Manila they're giving you the intro and the backgrounds look so good it made me homesick (laughs) oh that's a good way they did their job yeah it was really good um, so this question is for everyone, and Tammy, you can kick it off. Any critiques or hopes, um, which you've shared a few um, for the show? Critiques. Only critique is that it's too short. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have the same. Okay. Um, same or thinking the same thing. Like it's just too short. I wish they made either. I wish it had more episodes, or they made each episode longer. Mm-hmm. Because if you compare, you know, the pacing 
of, of the anime to, well, of course, the comic book, you can read it at your own pace, but there's a lot more detail in the comics that I wish mm-hmm. that was put into the show to slow the pace down a little bit. Right. Because I, I want to get, I want the immersion, like I want to get sucked into the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel that way when I watch like Miyazaki, right? It's just like there's mm-hmm. there's more and more and like really swimming in it. But you're right. It is kind of like one, two punch and then yeah. it's done. Which yeah. is I understand because of, you know, the the budget and everything. And it's just it's just business. Yeah, I guess that's the reality, kids. Uh, <laughs> and hopes, <laughs> hopes for the show. Oh, I hope for season two. <laughs> Give us That's 10 seasons. <laughs> Stretch that. Um, all right. Two, three, four seasons. <laughs> for every book. Um, so critiques and hopes on my end for this episode. You know, I just hope that uh, people just don't forget the comic series, you know, with how great the show is getting attention. And, you know, this happens sometimes. A great show sometimes makes us forget about the original medium, which is the novel, a book, or comic. So that's just me on my end. You, Nicole? Well, I, didn't you mention that, um, or I guess there, what, last weekend was Free Comic Book Day? Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes! Um, and oh. that folks were Trece. able to get some trese. And so maybe there are some extras lying around that you can bug your local. You can download, like, if you have a Kindle account, you can download it for free. Hey, nice. That's how I got it, because, uh, you know, I didn't want to go out. <laughs> <laughs> for real. I, I feel that. Tammy, you're always um, on top of it. <laughs> yeah, so I just got it on on uh, on my Kindle. And what, uh, is book two out now in yes. the United States? Book two is out in the United States, so book three should be out later this year okay in a couple months Christmas presents for everyone yeah <laughs> honestly i'm like on board with y'all that i wish that stuff was longer i wish there were more mm. episodes of trese after dark mm-hmm. so that they can really do like more documentarian style like stuff about the monsters mm-hmm. um i know mikey mentioned that shay mitchell um really wanted to get pronunciations done correctly um and so i hope that by next season they'll have enough <laughs> money to to get her a, a coach <laughs> get her a coach that's only focusing on her you know what you could do you can go to youtube and watch um comics cubes um interviews of the team Tresse, which is basically like the producers and the writers of the Tresse anime show and he's also got another um video there where he interviews budget and kajo and <gasps> real life hank <laughs> that's so cool you know i real life hank i'm glad real life hank. he's based on a real person oh my Hank's goodness based on a real person that's really cool yeah um i so that's cool that you brought it up, up on youtube you know um maybe netflix didn't cut the budget for you know what i mean like all these chess after darks but i'm glad they still took initiative and still did it Still did some yeah. form of it. So thank you for that. We'll have to get that link from you or we'll oh, yeah, the link. link. Yeah. Tammy is continually still doing <laughs> the work, like still preaching uh, the gospel. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> like for real, like um, I think, I think like the, the publishers in the Philippines got to throw you some stuff too. 
throw me some uh some book number seven please yeah you're like you're like their american agent you know what i mean like honestly dude like i remember like back in 2016 i even messaged uh budget and kajo asked them if they were uh they would um ship books to the united states or if they had a publisher here and they said no and like (laughs) i was super bummed (laughs) because i wanted because uh i wanted to buy like extra just so i could just give it out to friends look at like literally spreading the gospel literally like if i if i fall in love with like a piece of work i become like super supportive i'm like just there I mean, you're the real MVP, like, right? Because, you know, two guys can't do it alone. They got to have super fans like Tammy um, come through and really exemplify or amp amp the work, you know? So, wow. Put Tammy on the payroll, (laughs) y'all. Yes. If not, get her those free copies, okay? Honestly, a little something. But, like, what I know that, you know, continue to spread the gospel. Like, what else are you going to (laughs) do? Season two. Hopefully season two comes out. Hopefully season two. Hopefully like um like more books. I just want these guys to keep like dishing out more stories. Their stories are so good. Of all the Treze books, number four is my favorite book. Because it has it has like four. Yeah, so there's like four stories in book number four. And they're all like really good. They they're good standalone stories, and they're all like they're all really good detective stories mm. because there are there are a couple of books here where it's an arc. Like you know, there's the Telagbusao arc, just like in the in the anime. I'm not gonna. I'm try. I'm gonna try to not spoil the comic right. book. Wow, how considerate. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I kind of want to. I want to talk about it so bad. <laughs> but yeah, there's the Talagbusao arc, which is in the anime. And there's the um, the uh, the backstory of Teresa, which is also in the anime. And those two are like arcs in the comic book. Mm-hmm. And they're usually combined in one book, into one book. Like that, I think the Talagbusao storyline is in one book and then the the uh background the the backstory of Teresa is in another book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and so and then once in a while you get these books that are that have like four different standalone cases like book one is like four different standalone cases and book four is another one and the stories in book four are really good yeah like you you brought up good the it, it, touches upon different genres right detective like noir kind of superhero ish like um and yeah it's just a damn good series y'all it is it's it's um brings me home like it when i read these books i've read these books i've reread these books a lot (laughs) like pretty much every time i lend it out to somebody it comes back to me i read it again wow because I missed the book so much because like I always get nervous when I lend it out to somebody like I hope they bring it back please give it back to me 
I'm going to have to send this episode to Budget himself. You know, I know he's following you now, but he really got to know who Tammy Tammy is in this damn world. I have the limited edition Teresa book one with a Philippine flag on it. That's so badass. Where'd you get that thing? Well, I ordered it from, I forgot which website, but wherever Blaze has their um their books oh, from okay. well i saw it because uh you know i follow the trace fan fan groups on facebook mm-hmm. and it was announced it was shared and i immediately put in a pre-order <laughs> as soon Get as i saw here. it I'm like yeah is there a vegas chapter of this group or do we have to start it i know we, we might need, have to, we start, need to it start it after, after all this um well, okay like i have to know like jean since you're scared of how did you get through all of this like, how much convincing did it take for you to actually like read it so tammy probably badgered me like three times and i was like all right if i see tammy in fucking class i better have this shit done and i thought well, yeah well, you have my book <laughs> yeah i was like shit this is daunting it's thick right but like literally we have class like every other day or i think i talk uh-huh. Monday, Wednesdays, I finished it in a day, the whole damn book. And I was like, either I'm really like smart right now, or this book is like this damn good. And it was a page turner because it suddenly it felt like, um, one, I felt seen and two, it felt like Buffy. And so I was like, ah, you know, um, but yeah, like that. And even binging the series, you know, Tammy's a good point. Like, because it isn't, they aren't producing anything new since 2019 or just in general, the distribution out here is tough that it's like, I wanted to savor the series. Like, you know, even though like that too is binge worthy. Right. So mm-hmm. um, shit's tough. <laughs> what about you, Nicole? Um, in, in like after binging the series, you know, and as we have met all these three wonderful people in, in the Tresse family and fandom, um, what's next on well, your end? Like now I feel very obligated to finish book one so that Tammy doesn't like roundhouse kick me or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> which Tammy wouldn't. Seeing how well that Tresse has um, been doing in the United States and just how how many other films um, have really responded to like seeing being represented in an anime. And seeing how how well your zine is being um, received has um, inspired me to pick up my um, senior thesis and turn it into a zine. Yes. Um, like, and honestly, like every time Jean and Gina are like, hey, you want to see something that I, I did? And I'm like, yeah. And we just gas each other up. But it's like, it's real. Like I love, I'm continually like just so inspired. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what's next. And then I'll be the Tammy to your, uh, to your scene. (laughs) (laughs) You'll, uh, you're going to, um, you're going to kickbox people who don't, uh, (laughs) send me money for my zine. I mean, I I would hate for it to get that way, but like we do live in capitalism. Yes, like, yes. Um, true, true. You know, this mortgage doesn't pay itself, so <laughs> so the zines will. <laughs> so that's that's one of my wrecks. Um, like it's not even done yet, but. <laughs> so let's talk wrecks, Tammy. Give us some good 
uh, resources. Let's go. Oh, well, um, if you guys read, because I don't, I know not that many films read Tagalog, but if you do read Tagalog and are you're, if you're really interested in all the, the whole Aswang, you know, mythology, there is a good comic that is free of free to read online called mm. Tabipo, T-A-B-I-P-O. And oh, we like free. Mm-hmm. It's uh there. It's on their website www. tabi. um tabi. po. com, and um it's a little gritty. Okay, not for little kids. Thanks for this warning. Yeah, because it's it's yeah, Gene. It's bloody, and this one is in color. So, damn, we're gonna have to read it during the daylight. Yeah, with with people. Yeah, yeah. with people. <laughs> It's not safe for work. Just saying. <laughs> okay. Okay. Got it. And um, because of, you know, and because of uh, Crispin and Basilio from Trese, um, another one of my recommendations is Noli Mitangere. Like all Filipinos should know this book. It is a very important book that helped shape the history of the Philippines. Originally written in Spanish because it was meant to be read by the Spaniards. It's supposed to be a wake-up call for the Spaniards. Ooh. But instead, it it fueled the fi- flames of revolution in the Philippines. It's like a uh, shit-talking <laughs> to, to, like, your bully. In your leg. In their leg. <laughs> yeah. No, it's basically because, like, what's hap- what happened was um, what was happening in the colonies, the Spaniards, this people in Spain didn't know what was happening in the colonies because it was so far away it took forever to get like information across the waters. Mm. And so what happened was Jose Rizal just wrote this book and basically just showed the Spaniards like, Oh, this is what the corrupt, the kind of corruption that's going on in the Philippines. This is how the Filipinos are being treated Mm. by the people you sent over to be, you know, in charge. And, you know, it made the citizens question and also the government also like question, the the you know the governors that they put in charge of the Philippines. Oh, you and know what? Ju- I huh? I am um, I'm mistaking it with um, El Philly. That's oh, why. El Philly is the sequel. Uh, well, okay, so I think you raise a good point in saying that as uh, one of your wrecks because honestly, when we think about people like Jose Rizal, like it's not like they got some like academic grant or like Netflix money to do shit. Like, yeah, they, they got up, mm-hmm. like they got up and was like, you know what, I'm gonna write this shit down. Yeah, because yeah, victors typically write history, but that's part true. Like people who just write write history too. So, yeah. I am um, looking forward to both your creative endeavors so yeah 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 and you know like it's also there's like uh there's a tagalog and an english version so you can of of noli mitangere okay yeah these are uh, like these are not his it's it's basically it's uh it's fiction but like historical based, fiction yeah they're sort of like memes of what was going on okay in the <laughs> philippines like showing like it's it's historical fiction, exactly. It's showing what was going on, but with fake characters, you know. Yeah, I think it's almost like a safe, like a safety net, right? Like, yeah, if you're like putting names, like you could be like, they still person. killed him for it. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Damn it! Yeah. Yeah. Right, that's though. what he was killed for. <laughs> yeah, and 
Yeah, so Crispin and Basilio are characters in in Noli Mitagere. And I, I love that, you know, Budget and Kajo, they made Crispin and Basilio the characters in Trese. And I love all the little Easter eggs in Trese, like the uh, cultural and, and um, Philippine societal Easter eggs that are scattered all throughout the books. I just, I just love them. It's just great. It brings me, it, it reminds me of my childhood. Remi- it reminds me of my, my Lola and my Yaya and all of the stories they told me when I was growing up. I just love these books. Right. But in a hip form, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that age with you, right? So. Yeah. And uh, my other, my last recommendation, Ubi t- t- Ube Tiki Cookies from t- Trader Joe's. What? If you haven't had them, they're like crack. Wow. All right. Man, they ube are banking the ube over there. Yeah. The first week it was out, it was sold out immediately. Like I went to Trader Joe's. I saw a bunch of Filipinos grabbing <laughs> boxes. Wow, and wow, like, wow. okay, this is going to sell out. I better get like a bunch of boxes too. So <laughs> <laughs> we got to snatch them up before the white folks do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Bizarre ube. This is my Yube. Um, yeah. Well, okay. So isn't it Nole Me Tanghere like, isn't, isn't it taught in school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like the big disconnect for like a lot of like the diasporic Filipinos right. is that like, we or not diasporic, but just like Filipinos mm-hmm. who didn't um, have like that education, like this is like it's foreign not foreign but it's just like unknown to us and I definitely did try to read (laughs) I tried to read it in Tagalog and it was oh that's so hard because I read it in Tagalog Tagalog Tagalog. it's so Um, hard yeah but it's like um it's like a challenge (laughs) that (laughs) you're like uh, (laughs) well you know what um before well you know I'll let you get to your Rex okay (laughs) because what's what's my um my challenge or whatever <laughs> for sure my recs, my three recs are super duper uh easy peasy um smith kind of sells pork buns uh in the las vegas or henderson area so um i, I get my show pal fix uh you know at smith prices <laughs> well like um, in their um frozen yeah section, it's in their frozen or? frozen uh, it's a minute 40 and it is very nice. filling um uh, and there's cabbage in there so i guess nutrition who knows um <laughs> And then grinds to the max Hawaiian restaurant in Charleston. It's like in this inconspicuous, like food court area with other Hawaiian restaurants. It's on Charleston, kind of near CSN, um, College of Southern Nevada. It is so good. Get over there. And then Chico- oh, is it that spot that's like, it's like an internet cafe? Yes, 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 yes. Because <laughs> I think they also have like a, does they have like a Puerto Rican yes, food joint like- in there too? Like, and also an authentic Thai place to there with like ice cream. I mean, it's like, I mean, okay. If I was a right. student at CSN, be over there every day, not for the internet cafe, for the food. Um, and my last one is Chica. I've been listening to her on replay. Um, she's currently my new favorite queer rapper. Check her out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I think she's on like a Spotify playlist for like brown queer pride. She's good. She's really good that's me Nicole oh. so um in since I can't like uh no limit is not going to be like how I'm going to learn Tagalog <laughs> like it's 
it's listening to J- to Chin De- Deterra. <laughs> so they they had a song um, that came out this year called Iiwanan, mm-hmm. and I fucking love this song so much. The music video has like lyrics on it, so it's like that's oh, how helpful. I'm relearning Tagalog, or like I guess continuing to learn Tagalog. Um, is by listening to these um, hugot core <laughs> songs. But I really do like the pacing of it. Um, and it's like very clear and slow. So like Ooh. you can follow along with it. Um, so like, I love that song. Um, my second uh, um, recommendation is um, the Harley Quinn uh, series on... Um, HBO Max, if you can get someone's password. Um, <laughs> so, like, I definitely grew up watching the Batman animated mm-hmm, series in the 90s. And so, like, the Harley Quinn one, it's the animation style is like very similar, but it has cussing. Oh, so, okay. it's like, it's like we both grew up and became Aww. like rowdy and raunchy. So, okay. like, it's so funny. Um, and then my last recommendation is um, Coral Audacity yeah, 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 um, yeah. had a performance earlier in the month uh, that you could stream on YouTube's um, <laughs> and past guest Diana is part of Coral Audacity. Um, there's an amazing medley towards the end uh, that mixes a lot of different genres of music. Like, um, I don't know. It's like at, uh, there was like some like 60s doo-wop and then like legit like church hymns <laughs> like mixed in together and that really like filled my uh mormon uh, youth choir <laughs> person with a uh, delight Aww. um but if you if you so if you stream it and you pay attention to the beginning you might recognize another um overgrown <laughs> uh, undercut <laughs> That's, that's our other Easter egg. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, choral performance. <laughs> Love you, Diana. Um, all right. Well, this doesn't wrap up our fandom for Tressy, but no. um, gives you so much, so much more um, from our lens, from Tammy's lens and our past guests. So thank you again, Tammy. Any last words for Nicole? Ta- uh, oh, yeah. For Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, my gosh. Uh, thanks for coming back for... Um, a lighter subject matter (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah yeah and thank you for doing the work on trying to get um content out you know the thankless uh job of a fan um but we do it right we do it anyway yeah we're we're joining we're joining your ministry (laughs) we definitely need to start a trezzy fan group over here in vegas hell yeah this is the call out so yeah hit us up on our dms We'll make that group. I know people don't congregate on Facebook, but I guess we're going to have to. Or yeah. uh, Kumu, I guess, uh, from, <laughs> G- from Gabe's point of view. <laughs> All right. This is Nicole. And this is Jean. And this is Tammy. Tonight podcast to magically disappoint your parents. <laughs>